Welcome to Midnight Conversations. My name is Stephen Banos. And I'm Anandan Ambikaraja. How you doing, man? Yeah, good, good, good. How about you, man? Uh, feeling very well. Uh, mm. I mean, like 10 minutes ago, I just found out that I lost out on a property that I was having a bidding war on. Oh, right. So, um, Jeez. That's lingering in the mind. But what is uh, it, what it, what, what's entailed in a, in a bidding war? Like, what, what part of it in cat, like counts as warfare is it right is there yeah, so is there's there like a mental property, games or there's there... a moat around it we have mm. uh, spears and we we kind of attack each other and uh yeah yeah he, he he remains standing at the end gets the property that's how, right, that's how these right. things work these oh, days well, fight, fight another day right so yeah fight another day exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> what and... are we talking about today do you want to jump straight into it yeah happy to i mean i i uh i had uh, a great breakfast today by the way and uh, oh I was, I was eating this this amazing meal it was uh, homemade bread and uh, it was homemade white bread and i thought to mm-hmm. myself um how bad is this white bread for me could it could it be healthier could could there be other things in my life i could be doing to improve my overall health and i thought mm. well let me let me do as we always do in this show and look into the research so had a look online and found this study that looks at whole grain consumption and risk of type 2 diabetes so uh, we Essentially, I mean that that's that story is partly true. I, I did eat bread today, but that was also that was also a very convenient segue to this story, which is um yes. this study is is awesome. It looks at intake of whole grain foods and the risk of type two diabetes, and they get three cohort studies, so three different cohorts, uh, which is a collection of individuals of in a study, and uh, they analyze. They ask them the participants in the study, well, what's your consumption of whole grains for? this and that, and, and then they looked at their risk of developing type 2 diabetes. But Stephen, before we get into mm. this, I'd like to yep. ask you, what would you say is your whole grain intake? Do you Are you a guy who stands in the aisle and you see white pasta and brown pasta and white bread and brown bread, and you're always going the healthy choice? Are you feeling guilty about eating white you know, stuff related to brown stuff? What, what are your thoughts? Um, good question. I tend to opt for the healthier option um i okay do you know what that's a lie i don't really give too much thought to it okay um my my partner wendy usually picks the healthier option she always goes for like whole whole grain mm. uh breads and stuff like that yeah i sort of eat what's in front of me yeah um there was a period where i was trying to eat like oats every day Mm-hmm. Um, like in the afternoons when I'd get hungry at work, I'd like try and make myself a bowl of oats. Yeah, nice. But um, like the first time that I did it, I, I kind of read the instructions wrong. I thought it said like add two to three cups of water to the oats oh, instead geez. of two thirds of a cup of water. Oh, no. So I'd be sitting there in the afternoons eating like this little bowl of soup. Oh, and cool. um, yep. I kind of lost the taste for them. So yeah, yeah look, you gotta you gotta come over. I've got to make you oats. I make I make amazing oats. I have a Dan to a fine art form. So uh, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. I, I get you know and uh, oats. I cook them on the stove top. Mash up some banana. Put some almonds, sultanas, frozen berries oh, in there, damn. and like and pumpkin kernels. I'm all over it. So um, wow, definitely have to come over. We have to we have to eat this. Um, or do we? Is the answer depending on whether it increases <laughs> or decreases our risk of diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> so what what this study did is it looked at a whole bunch of different whole grains that people consumed. Uh, examples 
of whole grains included uh, popcorn was one of them, brown bread, oatmeal, uh, dark bread, uh, bran. Like, you know how people eat bran on their cereal? I, can never, I feel like if you're, eating, if you're eating bran on your cereal, like just bran, a bowl of bran, you have to be some like soulless person, I feel. I feel uh, like agreed. You, you just agreed. like, yep. it's just, I, I don't understand how people do. I mean, if you do, it, maybe it's similar to the little oatmeal anecdote mate perhaps we're not eating bran correctly perhaps there's an optimal way to eat it to enjoy the flavor but i've i've never yeah never enjoyed it i've sprinkled it on the cereal sprinkle you've sprinkled sprinkled i sprinkled and sprinkled it onto my cereal previously uh but no not, not, not a massive fan of it um and wheat germ which I don't know what wheat germ is. Do you know? It doesn't wheat? sound good. It doesn't. That's... No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It could be could be amazing. But if uh, listeners, if mm. you know what wheat germ is, let us know. Uh, if you eat it, how do you eat it? Uh, interesting to know. This is <laughs> yes. the best episode ever. I love food. So this whole episode's about mm. food, which, which I'm very happy about. Um, so they they looked at all these people and who ate all these different uh, types of uh, wheat products or, or um, whole grain foods and they you know split them up into groups people who had never had or uh, less than one serving per month um, people who had one serving per month to one serving per week then other people who had one serving per week to four to six servings per week and then greater than one serving a day so that was the sort of break up into four groups for all these different types of uh, uh, whole grain uh, substances and what they found was really interesting. They found, uh, and if you if you do end up following this paper, by the way, there's a nice figure, uh, figure one, which sort of explains quite clearly what, what happened as the consumption of total whole grains per day increased. Overall, the uh, risk of developing type 2 diabetes decreased um, by approximately like 20 to 30%, which was um, pretty big. And uh, they found this across all sorts of things. Total whole, whole grains, so when you add up all the whole grains someone eats, um, they, they found that with dark bread, whole grain cold cere- breakfast cereals, and uh, uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, they did total whole grains excluding popcorn. And the reason for that is because if you see Stephen and figure E, they s- see popcorn. If you had less than like half a serving per day of popcorn, so say, you know, one twice a week, you're having a, a, a big bowl of popcorn or a serving of popcorn, and that breaks down to almost half a serving uh, per day. Uh, that was associated with a decreased risk of uh, type 2 diabetes. However, mm. if you had more than half a serving a day or you know, 0.75 servings of a day, the, your risk of uh, having type 2 diabetes actually increased. So there's sort of this threshold where it's good for you in small amounts. I mean, I guess with a lot of things, but uh, as things increase in quantity, it wasn't so good for you. But that wasn't that association wasn't found for other things like dark bread. You know, people who had one, two, three, four servings per day all experienced a lower risk of uh, di- type two diabetes than those who hadn't. So that's sort mm. of a breakdown of results. Steve, what do, what are your thoughts uh, on that? What, what what do you think about those results? Yeah, I think this is like a classic case of um, correlation rather than causation here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, it doesn't really go into exactly how the, it can, the whole grain consumption is reducing the likelihood of mm. diabetes. So it just kind of opens it up to this like whole world of speculation as to so what it is, yeah. Um, that's that's creating this correlation. Um, yeah. but and, and like there are, there are just so many things, right? Like, yeah, people that are eating more whole grains probably have a you know 
their their taste is adjusted to whole grain, so they're not craving like chips and lollies and stuff as much. Or you know, they might also just be more healthy people that definitely and exercise I, more and stuff as well. Exactly, yeah. and that's the sort of same thinking that these authors had, which is why they sort of also broke down individuals based on categories of whether they are classified mm. as ha- uh, being lean or overweight or obese, and and they found consistent results within these categories to say, well, look, um, it's sort of we can say that we see these results independent of these other factors as well. So they're mm. not, yeah, as you say, they're not sure on the exact mechanism of how it's going, but they've tried to adjust for these lifestyle factors um, overall. But I found that I found the popcorn uh, association really interesting. Did you, do you, I mean, would you view popcorn as a healthy food and unhealthy food? What do you think? I was, I was surprised to see it in there. Mm. I was kind of hoping that they would say that popcorn is good for me. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. Fair not really. No, <laughs> it's full of butter. <laughs> well, I don't, well, you know, that's that's exactly what, what they say when they're trying to like dissect why is popcorn um, not so good for you? Uh, well, they said, well, popcorn's popularly ate, popcorn is popularly <laughs> eaten with, um, uh, you know, butter, butter and heaps of salt. Mm. So it's maybe these added things. And you can also, you know, have you ever had like caramel popcorn where you put popcorn and sugar together? Yeah, and, yeah it's amazing. So, so you can make sorry I'm salivating already sorry but I haven't had dinner um, so you can make, you can make it with any of these things and it can be uh, amazing I mean they also say here things I didn't know about how you can prepare popcorn have you ever had popcorn and cheese is one thing they suggest oh yeah 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 have oh, you ever had like, the popcorn with cheese and the popcorn with caramel at the same time I'm 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 clearly yeah. a novice in this no oh no. man that's that sounds amazing okay cool mm. well these are well these well they the authors say well look because of all these reasons it's possible that those who uh, eat popcorn a lot may have a, these added ingredients into it which cause it to be unhealthy and more likely to be linked with uh, weight gain and type two diabetes overall so mm. it may not be the fact that it's a whole great maybe if you know, all people who are eating two to three servings or uh, a day or whatever uh, were having plain popcorn. Perhaps we'd see different results. Uh, so mm. they're speculating here. But as Stephen says, we don't know the exact mechanism here. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Can we can we talk a little bit more about diabetes as a concept? Mm-hmm. Like. I feel like that word gets thrown around so much now that people are almost kind of desensitized to it or they don't really associate like what the symptoms are. No, People don't really seem scared of it. No one's sitting there eating like ice cream thinking like, oh, I'm going to lose a limb yeah. here potentially. Like, yeah. I mean, you have done a lot of research in like yeah. you know, medical illnesses and stuff. Is diabetes something that you've looked at uh, Well, here, people in my lab, uh, this is the focus that they uh, are really interested in, diabetes, mm. what, what it does to the brain, the relationship between diabetes and the brain and food and obesity. So all, all these factors are uh, interrelated to some degree. Uh, I mean, se- frequent symptoms of diabetes include, uh, you know, when you're uh, increased thirst, uh, extreme hunger, unexplained weight loss is another one. Um, there's a presence of something called a ketone in urine. So ketones are like a byproduct uh, when when you have muscle and fat and um, when they break down, you get ketones. So you may have heard ketone body or a ketogenic diet, which is like you're trying to break down fat. That, that, that's, ha- that's what happens in, in diabetes. We see the presence of these ketones in urine. Um, other things that common symptoms are like uh, fatigue, uh, blurry vision, um, so, uh, and like infections are another thing, like you can commonly get like gum infections or skin infections. So, so all, all these sort of things are sort of symptoms of, of diabetes and, uh, type mm. two diabetes can 
develop at any age. Like you could get it, I could get it, we could all get it at any time, but it's it's commonly present in people over 40. Um possibly because mm. it's like a it's a chronic, you know, aggregation of perhaps bad eating habits and, uh, and a number of different factors that lead to it. But that's generally uh, some of the symptoms that happen with um, diabetes. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so just to emphasize the distinction, so type, type 1 diabetes is where your body is not able to process sugars. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, yeah, okay. so uh, it's, uh, I think both diabetes, they're, it's how your blood uses sugar. So um, mm. it's how it uh, stores sugar and releases sugar. So it, if you have too much sugar in the blood and, and it's sort of a, you can think of it as a malfunction of that process of, you know, when you eat food, that food's broken down into sugar and sugar is used in your bodies to power your cells and power your muscles and all sorts of things. And then when you have a bit of excess, you get the release of some hormones, which can like store that sugar. And then say you don't have access to food and your body's like, oh man, I need sugar in the blood. It can release mm. that sugar into the bloodstream. But but what we ha- see in diabetes is is just sort of a malfunctioning of this process of storing the sugar and releasing sugar into the blood. So um, mm. that's generally what's what's going on. But type two, type the difference I, from my understanding of type one and type two is type one is the one that appears in you know, children and is is often genetically related. I think type two has yeah. some yeah. genetic component, but I always think type two is more heavily focused towards environmental lifestyle factors. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's what yeah, that's that's yeah. that's my understanding as well. I know and, some people with type one diabetes, but who have like very fit and eat very well. And stuff yeah, as well. yeah, and I think that's why uh, this study is focusing on uh, this you know factor of eating whole grain foods and that relationship yes. with diabetes. So yeah. Yeah, I think one one of the one of the uh, statistics I saw that kind of blew me away was uh, I looked up the World Health Organization numbers on diabetes. Oh yeah. So the number of people with diabetes rose from 108 million in mm. 1980 yep. to 422 million in 2014. So that's when they last got the numbers. Yeah, right, but that right. is that is a massive massive rise. Obviously, the population has gone up too in that time. That's right. But, yeah. But yeah. like the percentage there is crazy. So crazy. obviously. Um, I'd say environmental factors there have changed and, yeah, and has caused def- that. We're eating poorly with sedentary I, a lot of the time. I was watching this uh, documentary. I think it's like an explained series on Netflix. And one of the things mm. they were doing was on uh, fast food and when fast food was introduced and what was happening there. I think, do you know the year that McDonald's was introduced when it was first originated? No. It was 19, I'm going to get this wrong, but 40 or, <laughs> 40 or 50s, like mid 1900s, uh, ni- okay. 1950s. Yeah. So, um, I I find that amazing because in my eyes it's bit like all these fast food industries have been around forever. I mean they yeah, sort of yeah. have in my lifetime, but like it's it's incredible when you think about you know less than a hundred years old and uh, it's it's the impact that we see from all these fast food industries is is crazy. Mm. So yeah, this I feel really bad for the the generations that or like people that were born in like the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties because I feel like they had all this food now coming into their world yeah and they didn't so much have the education there to tell them like how bad that food was for them yeah so it just like adds in their face like here eat these uh, you know like breakfast Mm. cereal that's covered in sugar and caramel you're gonna love it and they're like why wouldn't i yeah Um, yeah and and it's so hard when it's so affordable right that's what makes it very very difficult but i did just google um when mcdonald's Mm. was founded and started it says 1940 uh it was founded um and then like it started in like 
booming in 1950s. So that's that's around yeah. about the age. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy when you think about uh, how widespread and rampant it is. Like, mm. <laughs> no matter where, like, I know when I when I travel, uh, there's back when I was like eating meat. There was always, you know, this thing of, oh, there'll definitely be like a Macca's or a KFC somewhere here. And yep. all remote locations will have it somewhere. Like it's it's reaching mm. every part of the world, which is which is crazy. So, yes. Yeah. So I, I think it's probably important to note, like McDonald's burgers are made with like bread. Right. And and so there are grains that go into that process. But there's a distinction between whole grains and refined grains. So whole yep. grain is where they use like the entire grain. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the refined grains are where they go through some sort of process where a lot of like the nutrition is taken out. They're like milled and like crushed it down and like turned into a flour or something. And then they're obviously added with a whole heap of different things like sugars and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, so that they are like um, their shelf life is is elongated yep. and, and stuff like that. But that's yep. that's they don't fill you up as much there, um, but they taste better. Mm. Um, and yeah, they don't have the same nutrients. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's and that's yeah. Basically, all, all your pastries and everything are yeah. grain based, but bad for you. Well, yeah. I mean, I I wonder is it necessary because this study doesn't necessarily look at people eating like not eating uh, whole grains. Mm. So wh- whether it, it doesn't necessarily say anything about whether white uh, or th- these other forms are bad for you. I mean, we know inherently when you okay, add sugar yes. to things that that's bad. But um, it would be interesting if there was a study that looked at. Uh, contrasted brown bread and uh, white bread mm. or brown, you know, whole grains versus um, processed white refined uh, grains to see what the difference is. I'm sure we'd see similar results and they wouldn't be as good. But I, my key thing is my enjoyment of white pasta and white bread is so much higher than brown bread and white brown pasta. So if the benefit is only like marginal, I'm, ha- I'm happy eating white, yeah. white, <laughs> you know, white stuff as well. And I'll... But, yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You love? I, d- I, I love white bread so much. It's great, isn't it? It's amazing. White bread with Nutella is like my, my favorite thing. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, uh, one thing I did uh, forget to mention when we were talking about diabetes is uh, a, a common form of diabetes that we don't often think about that is uh, probably the third main form is gestational diabetes, which happens mm. in pregnant women often. And without a previous history of diabetes, uh, diabetes can just develop. So that's something to keep in mind if anyone is pregnant. That's uh, that's mm. another form of diabetes. So yeah, there's all the all these all these different things that that relate, but primarily type two diabetes relates to this, you know, healthy diet, physical exercise, maintaining a normal body weight, and uh, if you smoke, you're more likely to develop type two diabetes as well. So there's there's loads of stuff related to it. I've I've recently become aware of uh, doctors diagnosing people with pre-diabetes. Yes. Have you ever heard that, sir? Sorry, I was smiling because I I was talking about smoking and diabetes. You said, I've recently, I was like, I really hope he's not going to say started smoking. And so I was like, "Um, yeah, yeah, pre-diabetes. Yeah, yeah. So that, um, I mean, it's used used a lot. Uh, I mean, in uh, saying, look, you're on the cusp of possibly developing diabetes. And that's the stage where... You know, when people, when they talk to their GPs, they'll say, oh, well, maybe you should consider using some medication to mitigate it. Let's not wait for it to go crazy. And other people will say, mm. well, look, see if you can modify your your lifestyle behaviors, see if it goes down, come back in a few months and we'll, we'll check how things are going. So, 
Yeah, but it, it's okay. it's found in a lot of different areas. So, but you're not smoking, are you, Steve? That's that's. No, I'm really not. Weird. No, I'm okay. not. I'm not smoking. Okay. But I was cool. smirking at the um at the pre diabetes <laughs> pre diabetes thing. I was cool. like, I mean, a newborn baby is potentially pre diabetes. Like, there's got to be some kind of. <laughs> like we're all pre we're all oh yeah, yeah right yeah true <laughs> not quite so yeah. um in saying that Stephen, what's what's the mm. takeaway does this does this study influence your lifestyle behaviors in any way do you feel like mm. you're more likely to choose brown over white uh, foods are you concerned about your risk of type 2 diabetes um, not at the moment, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that, uh, we, we covered this paper because I really didn't understand diabetes as well as I, I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize how serious the symptoms are. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize like the, you know, oh, well, how, how important <laughs> what I'm eating really is day to day. So yeah, I think I will, um, I will start to, to eat more whole grain. Yeah, foods. nice. No, oh, nice. Mm. That's the way. How about See, you? Any changes? Po- positive, po- oh. <laughs> positive outcomes from these papers. We're just, we're just getting better and better lifestyle habits. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I th- honestly, this this paper was was very very interesting to me, and I, I yeah, it, it's I think you know I've seen some research showing you know the association between whole grains and and other factors, cardiovascular risk factors, but this one is unique because it looks at all these different whole grains and it's shown like across the board. Yeah. If you eat brown, brown bread and brown pasta and all these sort of things, it's, it's going to be better for your overall risk. And that, that total reduction from like total whole grain consumption was the most interesting to me. Like if you had greater than two, uh, uh servings of whole grains per day, your risk goes down by about 30%. And I was like, wow, that, mm. that's quite a massive, massive jump down. So yeah, it's, it, it's very interesting to me. And I think, I think it will, modify I'll, I'll i'll choose whole grains if not you know uh all the time but like you know a bit more than i do do right now i think it's uh, yeah. important so next yeah. time i reach for a white bread nutella sandwich i'm gonna trade it for a bowl of oat soup like yeah. i used to that is the, that is the way just come on over i'll make you a nice bowl of bowl of oatmeal and uh put down those c- uh, cigarettes david and you'll, you'll, you'll be fine <laughs> <I'm> not smoking <laughs> fair enough uh, and on that note uh listeners at home if you're interested in this study as always it's linked into the description of our podcast uh steven what else do we need to tell the listeners before we say goodbye yeah check us out on instagram mm-hmm. check us out on tiktok yep. uh, midnight conversations podcast is the mm-hmm. handle Mm-hmm. Uh, email us at gmail at gmail.com if it says there's um, an error like why aren't you, you saying, no, just say, no 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 they definitely said at gmail.com it should be sending through just don't worry <laughs> yeah midnight yeah. conversations podcast at gmail.com um, yeah jump did, on did I miss anything oh, uh, I'm we always do but if you are super keen to get in touch with us listen back on our previous podcast I'm sure we nailed the outro and one of those better than two. <laughs> um, one of them <laughs> but in saying that uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, I'll see you next time right yeah thanks yeah. guys I'm gonna go have a smoke oh <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah.